Becoming one of the most iconic Christmas movies to ever exist, and the thing that many people know being Cosby from, or at least from the song by the same name, this month's movie represents the golden age of filmmaking and carries with it many incredible dynamic characters and relationships. So sit back and count your blessings, but hopefully don't fall asleep, as I, Ariel Ortiz, and my friend Derek McDuff have a discussion after his first viewing of White Christmas. to another episode of You've Never Seen. Today I am joined by my friend and fellow um, Undercast Company. What are we even calling ourselves? Like, do we call ourselves members? Like, members? Okay, yeah. Undercast Company. Podcasters. Undercast Company member um, or founder. <laughs> I guess we're found. Yeah, we're founders. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Undercast Company <laughs> member um, Derek McDuff. And today is our special um christmas episode because this is our december episode so we're gonna um we're delaying the episode that we had previously recorded which <laughs> was with um you the train spotting episode so it's kind of fitting that that you get to make up and you're we're not missing you for a, a month but um yeah so yeah. today's ep- ep- special christmas episode is on the movie white christmas which is a classic um christmas movie you know goes down in history as as being one of the most iconic christmas movies you know and i i'm sure at least you've heard the song white christmas before you watch this movie oh yeah yeah okay yeah so at least you know that you know of the song but yeah this is the back back in the olden days of of hollywood um sometimes they would kind of build a movie around a song and so for this it was Irving Berlin's which is who was kind of like a a very formidable composer um back then like to your Hans Zimmerman but you know for those kind of movies um so the yeah so this movie is White Christmas and Derek um have you never seen this movie before oh man I'm not I'm really not a huge okay the, uh, there's two things that are that this movie is that are not really my favorite things and that's one like old school musicals and two like christmas movies like i'm not big into either of those so i never like this was never one that i was ever drawn to like when i i do watch you know some christmas stuff um but it's usually not like the kind of the classics even you know and we've talked about this on our other podcast in the past so we'll probably talk about it again um when we do our podcast for underrated for our christmas special but yeah i've just never been really the big christmas guy i tend to gravitate more towards the kind of quote-unquote alternative christmas movies like you know your stuff like um you obviously die hard or like we just talked about on underrated um, Batman Returns, or I think that a movie that doesn't get enough credit as a Christmas movie um, is Catch Me If You Can. Um, those are kind yeah, of my Christmas that jams. That ends on Christmas. I, I know yeah. that. Does it Does it, it like kind of continuously touch on Christmas? It, it, it does. Have you seen it? I've seen I've seen it a long time ago, but kind of yeah. like it's it's like one of those um, movies that's so long that it kind of like gets buried in your memory in a way. 
Right, right. It's so yeah, that one it does kind of keep touching on Christmas because um, every single time that Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio talk over like this, he's chasing him for like four or five years. Yeah, and yeah. Every I, Christmas, I, I remember this story, and I I do actually been wanting to go back and watch it because and and list they made a musical about it. Did you know that? They made a no. musical. Catch oh, no. Oh no no no! I didn't know that. I did. Yeah. I did. I did. Yeah. Like a Broadway but, show, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah. speaking on musicals, there you go. <laughs> Your yeah. alternative well, Christmas music movie. There you go. But yeah, like every 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 um, they only talk like once a year of those four or five years, and always on Christmas. Mm. Um, it, like he calls it like Christmas Eve. It's I always see. kind of a thing. I see. And um, there's and I think that even it's you know when you like hear a song and it kind of becomes attached to a movie because it becomes so iconic, even though it's like an iconic song. But then you kind of just so for me the. The Christmas song by Nat King Cole, the chestnuts roasting on yeah, the uh, like that. The Christmas song. That scene, yeah. there's a scene, a scene at towards the end of that movie, is forever implanted yeah, in my mind. Looks, with when he looks in on, I know that scene when he looks mm-hmm. in on his um because it's such an iconic family, Christmas scene. Basically, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, the movie continually touches on Christmas, and mm-hmm. those, those are the kind of Christmas movies that I tend to gravitate towards. And I think a big part of the reason I don't like. Um, these kind of the older Christmas movies like stuff I would say maybe like anything before Jingle All the Way um, is that they tend to be really really saccharine and I do not like saccharine movies I I really can't stand them to be honest Um, (laughs) like and I'm gonna make a lot of people very angry right now I do not like It's a Wonderful Life I really hate that movie Um, and I know that is like the Christmas movie, even though it's less of a Christmas movie than a lot of movies that I consider Christmas movies, it just kind of became a Christmas movie because they've always played it at Christmas. Yeah. I actually, in that movie, like, I had forgotten that, like, I remember seeing it, like, like, I'll I'll go into it more. Well, no, I could go into it now. That my family, especially my mom, is very much, like, if she gets a chance of seeing, like, a Christmas movie, like, any time of the year, she'll watch it. So I remember seeing mm-hmm. um, It's a Wonderful Life. Like, I think it was like maybe earlier this year or maybe it was last year. But I did not remember that um, George is kind of a dick to Mary like he's, at the beginning. Yeah. But he's, then, yeah. He's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. But, but go, yeah. go on. Like, yeah. But yeah, speaking of you know, moms watching Christmas movies, like my mom – would watch It's a Wonderful Life every single year at Christmas. Uh-huh. And I would always, always like, oh, my God, this movie again. Like, I hated it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And so, and then I actually a couple of years ago was like, you know what? I was a kid. I probably didn't appreciate it. Yeah. And I went back and rewatched it. And I was like, nope, it still sucks. I still fucking hate this movie. Uh-huh. But, so, like, that's, you know, why that and being like, I don't like a lot of those big, like, and like a, a lot of those old school musicals too. Um, the reason I don't like those is because they're kind of like the. It's very spectacle driven. It's more like okay, and I don't mean like like it is, it is in the terms of flashiness, but also like we're just gonna sing a cool song. We're just gonna stop the 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 flow of the 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 uh, the, the 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 movie or the mm-hmm. whatever to just sing a song yeah. that may or may not be related to what's going on. More often than it's not, it's not. Then it, it's uh, it's it, and uh, I think. I can't remember who it said it, but like somebody related musicals to action movies and is that a good action movie, and this is something I've probably brought up before, but a good action movie, when there's a fight scene, the fight feels like organic. It's not like you're just like stopping the movie 
to like you know to have a cool fight scene the same thing applies to musicals you're not just stopping the flow of the movie for like okay who here's the cool musical part that everybody came to see it feels like it should be part of the thing mm-hmm. so that's why i've never seen it i never was drawn to it because i do like do not like these kinds of movies i don't my mom had never seen it either that would have been the one probably my one avenue into it for whatever reason, she had never seen it, so she never put it on when mm-hmm. I was a kid, like she did all the time with It's a Wonderful Life yeah. or, you know, Elf she really likes, which, you know, like it could come out when I was like 13 or something, Elf, but still, like it was something that kind of became a Christmas story. You know, it's always on TNT, but it was never, White Christmas was never in that rotation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, let me get into like my, my introduction to this um, movie. So I'm kind of like, my family has been the opposite and like I, I touched base with my mom my mom kind of like raised me on old movies like she's definitely you know she's she's in her in her 50s so she was brought up on these movies herself and then she's kind of passed it on for for um me and my siblings um like for example like for me as a kid I used to always re- um rewatch uh two two movies like constantly and they would i would get pissed off if i didn't watch them as a as a baby basically it was um pollyanna and seven brides for seven brothers so my mom kind of raised us on these old movies especially the musicals like Mm. like um one of my favorite like you know one of my favorite one of my first kind of like crushes was actually on Gene Kelly because, and I still, I still have a huge crush on Gene Kelly. So, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, like it, it, it's fun fact that the farm used in this, um, or the, the kind of stage that, that is the hotel and the barn. That's the same, um, mm-hmm. stage in, uh, that was used for the farmhouse and the farm from, um, summer stock with gene kelly and 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 judy garland um at least the external shot um but yeah so for me this was just like it it was just a movie that i've always known of you know since a kid and Mm -hmm. and rewatching it today i still like love this movie and um especially like just because you know i was being more critical on it while while watching it with this time you know in preparation for this podcast and there's just for me so many like moments and and just the characters like um it's kind of like it ends up being like a very endearing thing of like why they're doing putting on this show and stuff like that um but i do want to get into to your thoughts and what you thought um through the throughout your first viewing of this movie yeah, so, um, yeah, this was, uh, like I said, I went into this being, like, really, I would try to go into it with an open mind, and I was very skeptical for the reasons that I had just said. Mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking I was going to hate it, and I am happy to say that I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I, I Yeah, I, like you were saying, like, I don't, I think it, 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 like, being, when I was watching it very critically, like, it, it had reasons for the songs, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. It wasn't like like so many of those old movies where it's like, oh, well, let's just have Frank. We got Frank Sinatra. We need to have him sing a song. Now it's been it's been 15 minutes. Let's sing a song, you know? it's 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 It did feel, you know, the songs felt organic. Um, the characters I did enjoy a lot, um, particularly the general. I thought he was 
really interesting. Um, I really, um, I think my favorite characters were the sisters. Uh -huh. um, I thought they were really dynamic and interesting. And do you um, know who the oldest sister, who plays the oldest sister? It's um, uh, George Clooney's mom. No, 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 not mom. Her, his his aunt, George. His uh, aunt. Oh, okay. yeah. Rosemary Clooney was his aunt, and um, her son. I don't know if you know. It's um, he was Miguel Fer Ferreira. Um, I don't know. You, I'm sure if you recognize, if you saw him, you would recognize him. He he sadly passed away also. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's George Clooney's um aunt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they were. I those they the two sisters were were great. Um. I thought they had a lot of like really. They were really interesting and especially for a film of this time, well-written female characters. You didn't get a lot of those. They, I feel like, you know, a lot of the female characters were just kind of like there. I mean, I mean, there are exceptions, obviously, like a female character written by like Billy Wilder, I think, um, you know, somebody from like the, the apartment um, would, would be good, but um, yeah, like, yeah these, in a movie like in, this, yeah, you know? it came in the era of like, but I think like there was kind of like a good rising at that at the time of this movie like you had like rosemary clooney who was always that very strong played that strong woman character you had like grace kelly coming in and you know she would go toe-to-toe -to -toe with with um uh oh my gosh um fred astaire all the time and then you had judy mm -hmm. garland coming up as well in this time who always played like headstrong women but yeah go ahead yeah no but i and it was saccharine but not like to the point where it was taking me out of the movie it was like okay like this is a little bit you know like overly sweet and stuff but like it, it felt like a christmas like an appropriate level for a christmas movie and not like just beating me over the head with it i was like okay cool like we get it there and that the one thing i did not enjoy so much um was the kind of and it is a really a trope with these kind of musicals from this era. Um, and that is the kind of how the ending kind of hinges on a misunderstanding. Uh, um, I, I, we still see that today. So. Yeah, well, <laughs> Especially actually, Christmas movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, it's interesting because I remember taking a class in college because um, I, um, I have a degree in English. And one of the classes that I, one of the lit classes I took, the professor was talking about how often in kind of like when um new in new forms of media for the per first like you know 30 to 50 years or whatever like misunderstandings are a pretty common trope mm -hmm. that they fall that's just why like you know like sitcoms up until like the late 90s were so synonymous with like oh there's misunderstandings and i think you know the mu movie musicals were still in their relative infancy in this time period mm. so i think that was another reason um that it fell on and but it was good it was it was a good just kind of like yeah this is a movie you would kind of i feel like this is for me would be like a movie that i put on in the background at christmas while i'm like doing something else or hanging out with my family and we just need to throw something on in the background while we're having dinner or like you know doing whatever we're doing like this would be a good one to put on um i was kind of surprised at how non-christmasy it was like i was expecting it to be 
like a white Christmas. And I, you know, um, I was expecting it to be kind of like winter wonderlandy and like, yeah. you know, and up think, until the end, like no yeah. Santas and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, that's why like the whole point of like to them too, like they're expecting like this Christmas, you know, this winter wonderland. Yeah. And then they come off and it's like so totally like not what they expected. And then, then and then they run into their old general. And then I, I don't know, but for some reason, like in this, this, um, viewing, of it i've i've watched it i don't know countless times but this viewing like i very much like paid attention to the general's like story and just mm -hmm. how much like i like as a viewer i really wanted like this you know this for him you know too as a viewer mm -hmm. and i really much love that and um kind of like yeah like start like saw a bit more of how like um even though, like, he's not in too many scenes, but it's, it's this character, like, you get so much of, like, a a background of, like, who, how he, you know, the good man that he is from, like, the people that surround him and stuff. And Yeah, he is yeah. just so beloved by everybody. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, and I don't mean necessarily just the aesthetics of it didn't look like Christmas. I felt like, like, there is some plot-related stuff about it being Christmas, but I felt like this movie could have really taken place at any time yeah and i was yeah. kind of surprised that it wasn't like more you know like a lot of christmas movies like you know i'll just give the example of jingle all the way that's about getting a christmas present yeah. you know mm -hmm. or like elf is like obviously about christmas is coming you know whereas this one it felt like it it's christmas but that's not an essential part mm -hmm. of the film and i'm not saying that's necessarily a good or bad thing but it was something i was not expecting with this being such an iconic movie that's literally called white christmas mm -hmm. i was like oh okay like this is this is interesting, and you know, like I, I think the characters um, and like, their kind I of think, journey I think, was very interesting. Yeah, yeah, I think like some of the most iconic Christmas movies have kind of had that aesthetic. Like, I mean, a, a mm -hmm. Christmas story, you only hit like very much it feeling like Christmas until Christmas Day, and maybe like but you get the a whole touch movie, at least of the Christmas. Like it, well, but like the he's first half talking about like wanting to go yeah, to like Red he's Rider always talking about like he what he want the Red Rider and then he goes to the the parade and he has Santa for stuff. So I feel like that, I mean there's other stuff that doesn't necessarily, but it, it is very through the whole movie you know infused with yeah with That's Christmas true. themes. Whereas uh -huh. this one is just kind of like maybe at the end it kind of is, um, but I feel like it really could happen in whatever time. So that could, yeah. that really caught me off guard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. It, I was really. I was honestly, Ariel, when you you gave me this one, I was like, oh man, like I'm. I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch this. Like, what am I gonna like? Oh, like I was like, there's like, I was like, man, I'm gonna hate it. Like people are gonna be mad at me, like for not liking this. But I know it was. It was good. Like, um. Oh, I'm glad it, that. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! I, it's, and then it's, just as yeah. a foreshadowing you know, to our other podcasts again, I I chose a very 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 Christmassy movie that I know you watched, but don't tell me yet of what you thought about uh, yeah, it. Yeah, we'll save that. We'll save that for that discussion. But uh, yeah, um. that that the one that I chose like it for that podcast. It's it is like I don't know why, but it's my favorite Christmas movie. But we'll talk about it later. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but uh, but I know what it is. We'll just keep it at that, so you guys could go and listen yeah. to the to the next one to our other podcast. Yeah. Um. 
So yeah, so um, what for you? What were were some standout moments for you for this movie? Um, I I really um, I did like the beginning, um, the World War Two stuff because mm-hmm. I was I would do was like, oh, cool, World War Two. This is this is a uh, World War Two at Christmas. Like this is an interesting way to start the film. Um, and then you know they kind of have like that song for the guy. Um, uh, all honestly, all of the stuff between. Uh, the sisters I was really intrigued by and kind of like their dynamic I thought was where like one of them is kind of feels like she's the mom the other one feels like you know like they kind of had this really interesting and unique way where like and um what's what's the what's the other guy besides Bing Crosby um Danny Kay Danny Kay I think that yeah probably the standout one of the standout moments for me um was their um romantic moment because it's it's something that i feel like i was like at the beginning i was like oh are they like is that something happening between the two of them because it felt like when they first introduced them yeah um when they're they do you know you see the two guys and look at the two sisters and like oh she's got blue eyes no she's got brown eyes and they're looking at i was like okay like they're each getting paired off but then they don't really pair off k with um the younger sister, uh-huh. um, you know, they, they kind of, they're, they're just kind of there, like, trying to parent trap the yeah. other two. Yeah, and even and- him, like, he's kind of, like, like when she um, says, oh, we should get engaged, he's like, but I don't, I don't, you know, the only thing I love is my cocker spaniel and stuff like that. Yeah, that and- that was a standout moment when she proposed to him. I thought that was definitely, like, yeah. okay, like, because on this point, to, to that point, they were kind of, like, flirty and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but not to the point where, and especially, like, you know, when they start, when they, with, um, um, while dancing, their, their big number that they kind of, like, start dancing while dancing, um, that kind of like yeah they have like that kind of spark but i think like to the point where it would be when he she when they kind of like do kiss and and come a bit more lovey-dovey to that point i think they were too focused on the other two mm-hmm. to try to pair them up than to like oh yeah we like each other too i guess yeah. <laughs> you know yeah yeah and yeah. seeing kind of their like you know budding romance which was kind of like the side romance but it was a lot more interesting for me mm-hmm. was kind of some of the most interesting stuff in the film mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean um i don't know how much like i guess you don't know too much about danny k but danny k is one of my favorite um also one of my favorite actors from that era i mean like um he was the original walter mitty uh, from oh. I know, yeah, it's from the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Uh, that or the original one is definitely like very different than the the new one. But so they're both kind of like classics in their own way. Um, but Danny yeah, Kay, yeah, Danny Kay is just one of these like very for me iconic actors that he like the I was thinking like today like the only way I could adequate him is kind of like a earlier version of like jim carrey in a way of like just his um, like he he could like do impressions and and like emotions and like face uh i think donald o'connor from from um um singing in the rain was kind of similar too so that they're very expressive in their face and like always the f- like depict as the funny man in a way but yeah he's he's definitely always been one of my standout um standout parts of of white christmas um 
Also, mm-hmm. like, yeah, if you haven't seen uh, another holiday movie he's in, uh, is Here Comes um, Peter Cottontail. He's Seymour Sassafras. Mm. Um, he's the narrator. But anyways, um, for an actual moment in this movie, one that's, like, become, like, so beloved by me is the um, Count My Blessings scene. It's just... The song is just so, like... For me, like, so, such a beautiful song, such a beautiful, like, concept of a song of just, like, you know, when you can't sleep, when, like, life is worrying about, worrying you, like, just, like, count your blessings and, you know, to Mm -hmm. gain peace and stuff like that. And, and Bing Crosby's, Bing Crosby's voice, I think it's still such a unique voice in, in pop culture and, and, um, in cinema, like I don't think I've ever heard a voice like Bing Crosby's um, since Bing Crosby. So his voice mm-hmm. pairing, yeah, paired with that song is just like, yeah, I could like fall asleep right now, you know, <laughs> just because of how <laughs> peaceful it brings, how much peace it brings. Yeah. And uh, side note, yeah, if you never heard um, him and David Bowie's, do you see? What I see, peace, uh, little drummer boy. I was literally peace on about her. to be- say that. It's what the, the fuck? One of, yeah, it was, is was, one of the best Christmas songs, like, ever. It's yeah. fucking iconic. I love that shit. I watch it every Christmas. Like, yeah. like the little drummer boy, can you see what I see? Like, and, and, P- and the setup for her, it is yeah. so good. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, like, like David Bowie's like, oh, let me. He's like, hello there, Mr. Bing Crosby. I'm just your neighbor, David Bowie. Yeah. I, I've come to uh, borrow some sugar. And he's like, oh, well, hello there, Mr. Young Fellow. And it's like, oh, shit. And he's like, and he's like, would you like to sing a song? And David Bowie's like, ah, well, I, I suppose I, I would. And they just start, like, yeah. fucking singing. Well, this, like, it's just legitimately, like, like, a showing of two, like, you know, giants of, of yeah. music, you know? Yeah. Just like generations and it's just so it's such like an eighties, like seventies, whatever it came out, like just it's so it's got that like charm to it. Yeah, know? it was part of a it was part of a uh Bing Crosby's holiday special. Okay. So yeah. Uh, it, so that that video that you see on YouTube, it's part of a bigger special because yeah. Yeah. Because honestly that that for me is like one of the most iconic Christmas things. Like mm-hmm. the Bing Crosby David Bowie just like it's so fucking good. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's one of the best Christmas songs to ever be mm-hmm. recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Mar- Mariah K- Mariah Carey could suck it when that song <laughs> shows yeah, up. Yeah, seriously. Know? No, like it's like that and all the fucking Killers Christmas songs. That's the way that that's the those are the jams right there. Mm-hmm. I know. Speak. Side note, just a random thing that happened to me today. Um. I didn't know, I didn't, I, I think I knew, but I forgot, but, like, My Chemical Romance recorded uh, All I Want for Christmas, and yeah. it's such a, like, I was like, what the fuck is this? It's good, <laughs> it's good. I have, a, I have, a, like, a playlist on Spotify of kind of, like, alternative Christmas songs, and yeah. it's like a lot of, like, covers of stuff like that, and then, you know, like, like you know, the Bing Crosby's ones that are, like, uh, or, uh, you know, fuck, what, uh, god damn it, there's, there's, like, this one, like, ska one that's, like, I wish I could remember what it is because it's so it's so funny. Like yeah. it's about like grandma getting not grandma got run over a rainbow, but it's like it's you know weird shit like yeah. you know that it's just like kind one, of out there Christmas songs. One like alternative that I recommend and I recommend to you and I recommend to our, our um, audience is um, is Bare Naked Ladies. Um, God rest ye, God rest ye, merry gentlemen. It's such a mm-hmm. good version of it. 
Uh, okay, but going off on our t- <laughs> getting away from our yeah. tangent. Um, so um, what were your overall opinions of White Christmas? Um, do you, did it live up to the hype? You kind of touched on this, but kind of like a different um, answer. That's hard. It's hard for me to to say because um, it is it's it was better than I ex- expected it to be. Um, with the hype that it like surrounds it and me knowing what like I know about like old Christmas movies like this, like I would never want to watch I would never would willingly just like watch something like this or Miracle on 34th Street. Um, so I think that it it is for me personally it it was better than I thought it was gonna be, but I do um, and it would probably be one of the best of these type of movies, but I wouldn't canonize it like i don't think this is like an all-time great like i don't know that this is gonna be a, a christmas to rewatch for me like i would be surprised on like that like i said it's something that i would put on in the background um i'm glad i watched it um certainly um but uh so it's, it's yeah it's 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 hard to say because it, it does have this reputation like the way i view christmas movies um i'm not expecting much um, and this was not what I, I thought it was going to be. It was definitely a lot better, but I still, I didn't, I didn't love it. Um, but I'm, but it was, you know, a lot better than I had anticipated it. Um, I thought it was, it was, it was a charming film is the best way I could put it. I think that was kind of a rambling answer, but. Oh no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you, I, I'm, by your standards i mean it's not <laughs> it's your standards i'm not saying that they're bad or good um but yeah i'm glad that by your standards like yeah it was a enjoyable movie um and you enjoyed it um mm-hmm. uh so um so why do you think people have latched on to this movie so much um why do you think uh, this movie is it would make somebody be shocked that you've never seen it like like even even the bro was shocked like he's never seen white christmas <laughs> <laughs> and so why, why do you think well, that yeah it is it because because christmas movies are um there there's a, a specific reason to watch them every single year and most there's not really like other films like like there's not really reasons to watch other movies at other times, like specifically, unless there's something like connected to a certain time of the year, or a certain day. Like, for example, I watch V for Vendetta every fifth um, uh, of November, <laughs> um, or you know, like Hocus Pocus, I'll watch every October. Um, but like Christmas movies, everybody sits down and like it's like okay, it's 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 even more much more so than like October. December is like a month and even like late November it's like this is a time we watch this kind of movie um which is weird because there's no other really like cultural event like that where there's just like this is the time when we watch these specific kind of movies there's like a built-in audience for all these Christmas movies and this is one that has been around for you know 60 whatever years and it's been it's kind of it's got these big names white christmas the song itself is so iconic that it's like yeah this is a movie i've watched every year for so many years how have you never watched this so i so i really so that makes a lot of sense why people like i would be surprised if somebody hadn't seen it's a wonderful life for example because that was a movie 
that I would watch every Christmas growing up. And even though it's a movie that I don't enjoy, it's a movie I'm like, yeah, how has everybody not seen this? So and I think it is the same thing for, because, you know, you talked about your mom being in her 50s. My mom, sorry, mom, just turned 60. Um, and so, you know, they're of the same generation where they would, you know, pro- like show like, oh, these are these kind of iconic Christmas movies that I've always watched. And now you'll watch them too because it's Christmas time. Whereas there's not really, like Star Wars is a movie that everyone's seen, but like there's not really... You know, you could watch that movie whenever. It's not like there's a specific time or, you know, whatever, you know, like Indiana Jones, you don't, or Princess Bride, another one we've talked about on here. There's no, like, time of the year when you're like, no, this is the time we got to watch this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas the White Christmas, it's right there in the title. Christmas, every year at Christmas, you know, you're sitting down with your family and you're watching this movie. It's a tradition. Mm -hmm. This movie is a tradition and there's not really other than Christmas movies, movies that are traditions in the way that this film can be. It has a unique opportunity to become culturally ingrained. Yeah, yeah, that's very well put. Uh, That kind of sparks an idea right now of, do you think, like, movies nowadays, like, in the, the way that, you know, the culture is, do you think, like, that type of movie of a, of a tradition movie could, could, kind of like be spawned like i know there's like these christmas movies but have we gotten an iconic movie like that like in recent history i'm really wondering i mean the uh, the most i mean because christmas movies i feel like are like the ones that have the easiest ability to become that traditional movie you know yeah like the only other one I would think of is the one I mentioned, which is V for Vendetta, because it's I think so Elf repetitive be, about Elf could yeah, be considered a, a, a recent history tradition movie. Yeah, yeah. Elf, Elf, to, Elf for sure. Also, Elf more than, um, but Elf is what was that two thousand and three? I want to say so. That one's mm-hmm. it's not it's recent compared to this, but not like you know in. It, like it's 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 you know a movie that's fourteen years old now. Yeah. Um, but like yeah, there's not yeah. yeah not really any recent films that are like this. Like I mean, Arthur Christmas is my favorite traditional Christmas movie, but that's not you know like that's nobody's not, not that many people yeah, sit like, down and watch Arthur the Christmas. Yeah, or making merchandise. Like there's so much like merchandise for like Elf and stuff like that comes out each Christmas. You know, it's cause, mm-hmm. because because becomes such an iconic movie. But yeah, I I feel like I don't know. I feel like like um, it's kind of harder in in our day, our you know our time now for that kind of like movie to cause that it you know like a to create a traditional christmas movie i think takes a it has it has a lot of barrier to break through i guess but yeah 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 honestly like elf and then if you want to go back a little further than that you got to go back to probably a christmas story yeah um those mm-hmm. are the, like the most those are traditions and christmas story really is a tradition with the whole tbs playing it yeah on mm-hmm. a loop every year mm-hmm. um but yeah, there's the, you know we are kind of hard up recently um, for you know uh, maybe Scrooge uh, Scrooge with the Bill yeah. Murray version yeah um, that's... that's from the eighties um, yeah so you know that's mm-hmm. it's recent compared to this but mm-hmm. yeah um, you know we don't really have haven't really other than Elf this entire last century haven't really gotten a movie like in the same style as White Christmas 
And maybe, you know, there is something that is because there's they and they are pumping out a lot of Christmas movies. There's like Fred oh, Claus I mean, and yeah, and yeah. and uh and fucking um the one with Anna Kendrick that came out last year. And none of them stick, you know, none of them become like, oh, we've got to rewatch the Fred Claus every year. Like, no, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's just something that popped into my head. Like, but yeah. 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 That's what these, these podcasts are for to think up, you know, questions mm-hmm. that we've never thought of before. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I would like to thank you, Derek, um, for joining me on my, on this podcast and, and I'm glad yeah. that you've finally seen this movie. Um, and, you know, you could say you've seen it. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I'm glad I get to see it and discuss the film with you. Yeah. All righty. Well, until next time, everybody, um, thank you for being amazing. Um, if you are able to and if you would like and be gracious this holiday season, if you could please give this podcast um, uh, a review of five stars hopefully um and also if you could pass this on to somebody else who who would be surprised to that nobody has never never seen white christmas um or as that to somebody who hasn't never seen white christmas so they'll be in the same um bucket as as derek here yeah yeah well thank you everybody thanks for being amazing thank you derek i'll see you Thank you, and I'll uh, see you all in another life.